Welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast, where two generations of owls, Michael the dad, me, and Hank the son, discuss the latest in movies, plays, books, video games, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Owls on Culture podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Owl, and I am here with... Hank Owl. Hank Owl. We've got our second episode of Doctor Who going on now, don't we? Yes, yes. So, uh, this is exciting, as... uh, uh, listeners may or may not know, we're going to take each episode and do a brief recap after it. And what did you think of this episode? I did not think it was as good as part of Spyfall Part 1. The episode's name is Spyfall Part 2. But I think it it set up a lot. It's a good to see more of the Master. We got to see the Master really being what the Master is. And what is that? I don't know. We got to see what this actor brings to the master table. Oh yeah, and what do you? What did you think of that? What, what it was kind of. I mean, again, I like that he's more crazy, and also I feel like he used like the gadgets. I feel like there's like a sense of a need, which for power, which is of course something you attribute to the master, since he's choose to call himself master, and I forces the doctor to kneel in front of him. Yeah, that was that an was interesting awesome. moment. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm digging what this actor is doing also. I like he's got definitely got some crazy in him, got some anger in him, got some charm in him also. So yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun with the master. But let's talk about the episode as a whole too. Um, tell me, so I agree with you that it wasn't, uh, I'll, say, I'll say good. That's probably not a great word to use, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first one. But it still moved pretty quickly, did some cool things, had some darkness, a lot of darkness, and then uh, it ends in a place that makes me think like the rest of the season is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yes, and even when like I think that this Doctor Who do story maybe was not like great, when I look over it, I still look at that like, yeah, I'm proud of that. That was a Doctor Who story. Yeah, and like on the Doctor Who stories of series eleven that we didn't like, which was almost all of them, it thought like, oh no, I guess let's forget about that. But this one is like, okay, it could have been better, but still feels like Doctor Who. Exactly. Uh, there were a lot of nice touches on it. Uh, it starts off very quickly and like excitingly. I'm not sure that was one of my favorite parts though. Was when you had three of the companions on the, the plane trying to you know get out. And there was just a lot of quick cuts, a lot of action, uh, a little too much for me. Like it didn't, I couldn't follow, didn't follow everything very clearly as I wanted to. And the, you know, it was very loud. They were yelling. I didn't. um <laughs> like old man complaining. Well, I couldn't really understand is. and they were loud. <laughs> it really is. But, but no, it's just I like get when you see saying. like a, an action scene or an action movie and they're just cutting it too fast because they, because they, I don't know. I don't know why they do it because they think we like that. And maybe, maybe, maybe we do, but I didn't enjoy it in this particular instance. I thought Graham with the laser shoes was also a little, little too goofy. Yeah, it was a little too cute. I like the fact that the actor and Graham was have, where they were like he was having fun, but yeah, it was a little too, it was a little hokey. <laughs> yeah. uh, what did you think of uh, the doctor using like the video screen of the airplane, almost a little bit like uh, Blink with David Tennant? And that an actor is talking to a video, video they can't hear, but has done been done in the future. Uh, 
I thought that was kind of cool. Oh yeah, I thought that was cool. I, I just didn't like the plane sequence. I didn't either because they solved it whole. with like him downloading an app or something, and then he can fly the plane without a cockpit. That just seemed all kind of crazy to me. Yes, not particularly compelling or believable for myself. No, I definitely enjoyed the Doctor's solo storyline more than the companions storyline. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. So the evil here in this episode was still. The what do you call it? Casavan, 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 Casavan. Then you have the master, kinda. and you have the tech guy that I can't remember the name of, but I think he got away in the end. So I doubt that's the last we're going to be seeing of him. Yeah, that did he get away in the? I can't remember. What yeah, happened. I think he like called an apl- called a getaway helicopter or something. Okay, and he turned out to be really, really, really dark. Right? He was yeah, he all set his mother. to kill everyone. Right on the whole. Well, what was good? They were going to be like turned into hard drives. Well, some of them would be left alive as supervision. Like they'd say, they're like, we've reached peak human. And I think that's like, that's a cool idea to explore for a villain. Like yeah. the idea that like we cannot evolve farther than we have. Right. Our next it's, evolution. Oh, is, this is our next evolution is just storage for the, the superior. And that is really cool, especially when you think of like how. I mean, now you do have people with, you know, artificial intelligence devices implanted in them. And we all carry around our phone 24-7. So while it's not in us, it's in our hand, you know, so often that it might as well just be inside us. And that's coming. And people say that'll be the next kind of evolution of man. So that's interesting. It was like, you know, very cool on theme, uh, you know, topic to bring up. Um what did you think about how that kind of plot, the the Kassavin plot storyline was uh, handled or ended? I honestly thought it was a little weak. Like when I think about their plan to turn the world into these hard drives, how, what was the importance of killing the spies? How do I think, well, why do they have to do that? Yeah, I don't know. So like I guess they could they have were, just done that anyway. Yeah, I guess they were spies killing spies so that the government wouldn't know about the plan. But yeah, it didn't seem to be directly tied in. And what was the Facebook thing you saw? Like, well, how another race has been monitoring us and we haven't noticed. Right, these like this aliens have been here for forever and, you know, silently just waiting us out till the time was right. You know, kind of like the silence uh, a little bit in that way. Um I I hope that's not the last time we see the Kasavan, since we don't really know. They're still very much shrouded in mystery. Yeah, I don't know if I need to see them again because of that. Like, I wish if they'd have given us a little bit more about them, maybe I'd be interested in seeing more of what they do or what they can do or what they're up to. But I didn't. They were, compared to the Master, they were not nearly as interesting. No, well, the master is the master. He's gonna grab yeah. our attention. What did you think about when the tech guy killed his mom, and what was up with that? I thought that was dark. I guess she didn't she didn't give him a lot of attention as a kid. I guess. Yeah, I was waiting for her to like to come back alive or be under control of something else or something. Like that. No, I'm glad they do. They're killing people. They're yeah. It was their sticks. Yeah, they're, they're doing what Doctor Who should do. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So. Where do we? Let's talk about the the drum beat of four. Oh my god, that was awesome! So I when love. Did, remind, tell 
when did that come up? Remind me. <laughs> I say remind the audience, but remind me how. He was in the doctors in uh, France during World War II. Is using I forget what it's called, but the the code machine. Oh, like a telegraph, yes. like Morse code. Yes, and it's the the beating of the heart. It's the drum beat. Yeah, which we had in when eleven, no, in ten. And I love any references. That's why I love the end of season ten so much. I just love it. Yeah. Any references has anything to do with the end of time and David Tennant era. Uh, speaking of time. Um, the doctor bounces around a little bit to a couple of different places in time and actually takes on a companion briefly. Two. Two companions. Semi briefly. I mean, briefly. Uh, who were they? I also forget. One was the person who kind of helped invent the idea of a computer. Yeah. Well, I think even then, like the, uh, her and the guy are credited with inventing the first computer or whatever. It's Ada Lovelace, who was Lord Byron's daughter. Is that right? Or granddaughter? I had no idea about that. He's, you know, the famous poet. You know, you're going to have to memorize his poems in school. And you'll be glad you did. Um, will I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be. I hope you'll be. Appreciative of it later in the fact life, maybe. Uh, so that was kind of cool. And I was worried when it got a little bit to them that we were going to go into last season's kind of making it more of a history lesson and less of a great story. But yes. they didn't do that. No. They gave us just enough. And if you were curious, you could look up more. And Or if you were reading reviews or talking about like some promo pieces, you could learn some more about who those people were. But it was cool. They brought up culturally significant and historically significant people and a female, which is cool, and didn't bog the story down and kept it moving. And their chemistry was qu- kind of cool, right? Yeah. And I love the that the, the spy, back to the spy network stuff. That was kind of cool, too. So, yeah, I, 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 I dug a lot of that, even though I was nervous when it was happening. One of my favorite scenes was at the top of the Eiffel Tower between the Doctor and the Master. I just like seeing, because, again, the Doctor felt unlike uh, unlike something we did, something we didn't feel in season eleven, like she felt powerful. It was like a really like it was like a ma- it was like a perfect match. It was awesome. Yeah, I dug that too. It was gravitas coming from both of them. Exactly this this history, this uh, powerful beings who have seen everything. Yeah, that was very very cool. Um, so how do we end up? Obviously, the doctor is. Uh, kind of destroys the Kasavin's plan. Which was a little disappointing that we didn't get to actually see that. She just appears at the very end like, and I did this in the past. Yeah, and that's really bad. Like, you know, I think it was forgivable in this episode because we care more about the Master and what's going on. But, like, if, you know, you you, you put, like, the big action of the protagonist defeating the antagonist like you gotta show that generally you know you gotta put that on stage so we got like the epic setup which sounded very cyberman-y and then like <gasps> and i did it in the past yeah, we don't even get it to didn't see work. it and like, oh. we solved it because i figured it out yeah so i was that was pretty weak to me i didn't dig that but quickly forgave it because at the very end of the episode what do we have we got this the setup well during the eiffel tower scene we get the out that someone like destroyed Gallifrey, like completed like Time Lord genocide. 
and we learned from a hologram that that was the master, and it's because of this like secret, this time lord lie of the timeless child. So what do you think that's about? I have no idea, but part of me thought during that, like, oh, wow, Time Lords are evil. That's never happened before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm very, very curious and intrigued and I'm excited to see how long this, um, is this a half-season arc? Is this the full season of the last, is the two-parter episode at the end of the season going to be revisiting the Master in this issue? I'm very curious where they're, where they're going from here. Yes. One thing I do want to bring up, it's like, apparently the Master waited throughout like the entire 20th century to get back there. Oh, that's right, because they send him back to uh, the concentration camp, right? Yeah, or they, they send him to, to a concentration They send him to a concentration camp. It says, like, all the places I've escaped from. Yeah, well, we don't know that's where they sent him. That would make sense, though. Like, yes. They don't say that. It makes me, like, again, see the kind of the power of the doctor like you're my greatest enemy i don't really care if you go to a concentration camp yeah i'm gonna get out and escape and do the, do what i gotta do and you're gonna be you know and i love the fact that they did play up on that race issue which you had brought up i think in the last podcast <laughs> it's, like, it's like yeah i'm <laughs> like i'm the master like and i don't know the ethnicity of the actor but you know he appears to be might be indian it was it was not here. during the last podcast because I was just basically he's working with the Nazis. Like the Nazis not see him. Yeah, exactly. They're Nazis. We like, <laughs> they hate everyone who's not Aryan. Do they not see him? And the doctor just said, you know, she's like, you know, like <laughs> you don't exactly look like the master Aryan race. And so it's even more ironic and, and it was wonderful when they're like when she takes off that well, I forgot what she called it, the visual disguise or whatever that he's able to use. Uh that was kind of a cool moment, I thought. Um what else? Anything else you want to bring up? No, I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll find something else. Exactly. So overall, the first two episodes, and again, this is a two-parter, so the first episode, really, uh, you know, B plus for me. You know, I, I'm excited. He again. says with excitement, B plus. Yeah, because I was worried. I really was worried about the season. I don't want to see something that we love, you know, diminish. And I don't think it did with this storyline. I don't think it did either with this storyline. So this season, so far, so good. Uh, anyways, we would love to know your thoughts. The next episode's called, like, Orphan um, 99. Some other two numbers after Orphan. Did we get a scene? Is it previews? Uh, I don't Coming think so. I can't remember if we did. But I think we still have Arachnos to go. Oh, yeah. Jadoon. Cyberman, I think yeah. we saw in the trailer, and Daleks at some point. You know, we know by law <laughs> or by contract they have to have Daleks in there. Yeah, so you know, again, didn't love it as much as the first half, but I'm really excited about where it seems to be going, and I like the tone and the the seriousness, and I like the fact that they gave the Doctor some alone moments. And some emotional moments, and then also powerful moments against your enemy. Like, they're really, you got to build up the doctor, you know, and they're doing it. So, that's pretty exciting. Yes. Anything else to add? No, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until we meet again. Thank you for listening to the Owls on Culture podcast. Our theme music was recorded and assembled by Marine Cerzier and Antoine Hurrah. 
show is produced by Pinecone Turkey. To learn more about Pinecone Turkey, visit pineconeturkey.com, where you can read the latest blog posts from the Owls on Culture hosts and sign up for the Flock email, a twice-a-month newsletter that delivers a short film, poetry, a short story, and visual art right to your inbox. It's your monthly dose of art curated by Pinecone Turkey. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by leaving us a rating on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.